0: Hello and welcome everybody to a new episode in a new season of Write Only Sometimes. I'm your host as always, Chutong, and uh, we are joined with co-hosts Daniel and Jinyou as usual. Hey! What up? And uh, we're also pleased to announce a new addition to the uh, casting team. We've got Bernardo.
1: Wow, hello. I'm very happy to be here. I'm very happy that you're pleased to announce me as well. That's very kind of you. (laughs)
0: It's great to have you on board, very excited. I think that uh, you'll give us, you know, a nice bit of extra perspective on a lot of things.
2: Uh, What I
1: want to know is, um, is this going to be a recurring thing where, you know, we get guests to come back as permanent (laughs) (laughs) co-hosts? We'll see about that one
0: in the future. Well, to begin with, uh, is there anything that any of you want to bring up?
3: How long has it been? Like, when was the last episode that you won?
0: on? Last official episode was, I think, New Year's. It's been like 10 months. We I had guess. a
1: Dungeons and Dragons thing.
0: Yeah, we did. I uploaded a few episodes in between, which makes the podcast seem active on uh, podcast repository <laughs> websites.
3: All right, good. I think consistent gave. upload is very important, too maintain relevancy. So I was afraid that this is going to be dead in the water after a (laughs) prolonged hiatus. (laughs) It's good you're keeping us in business.
2: Yeah, someone's playing the analytics game.
0: I mean, I feel like I'm going through this cycle where every year I start around Halloween and end it around New Year's. Um, But at the same time, I'm pleased to announce that to bring back the theme that we started last, season on i've actually had some <laughs> spiced pumpkin latte from starbucks this time around. So, yeah, <laughs> yes. comment the on the flavor
3: checking. oh man and
0: dude it's not what it's not what i expected it's actually kind of bitter it was i thought it'd be like really sweet and stuff but no it was like a very distinctive pumpkin flavored drink
1: why is it why is it bitter spiced, spice pumpkin. pumpkin i don't
0: <laughs> yeah. think it
1: should be I don't think it should be pumpkin. Is it the
2: latte part?
0: I mean, it wasn't like strongly bitter, but it was like it wasn't very sweet. It was more, uh, yeah, it was very much like
3: drinking pumpkin juice. Can you can you kind of understand its popularity, or perceived popularity? There's got to be
0: some fomo aspect to it, right? It's the Halloween season, so you want to have it. I can't imagine. No, I can't imagine like getting this as a regular thing. But watch some goon man. for to make me.
3: This- become trendy.
0: It's a little strange. I mean, then again, it's an acquired taste, so I suppose it's it's like how people like Marmite. If Marmite was a seasonal thing, then people would be flocking to that as well, if you like <laughs> Marmite lovers, yeah. right?
1: I mean... It, I gotta say, this is this is slightly jarring to hear, because I, I heard maybe not this week, but last week, someone was telling me that pumpkin spice lattes, I called that because they use all the same spices as is used in a pumpkin pie. But that they're not actually pumpkin flavored. (laughs) They're not pumpkin flavored. Yeah, so I I don't know if this is like a crazy pumpkin latte conspiracy theory. It's like cinnamon and other spices you put in a pumpkin pie.
3: So it's like...
0: I haven't had pumpkin pie, so I can't make the comparison, but it it could be that what I tasted was more akin to pumpkin pie than pumpkin. Well, my brain was like... I mean, then again, you know, I am drinking something that I know should have pumpkin in it, so maybe my brain's just telling me, yep, that's pumpkin taste all
3: right.
1: Maybe. Maybe it's just a conspiracy theory.
3: I mean, they, I mean, Starbucks managed to make, you know, drinking coffee trendy or popular, whatever the fuck they've done, so this pumpkin spice thing, I think it's just another step of their plan, Yeah
0: you think drinking coffee is a trendy?
3: I think <laughs> Starbucks at, invented it. <laughs> I think <laughs> the Starbucks way of drinking coffee is a trend. I mean, we've been drinking coffee for hundreds of years, but this is a new way to drink coffee.
0: Do you know the only other like historical know-how of coffee that I know of, you know when like King James tried to ban coffee? Did he? The consumption what? of coffee, yeah. Uh, Stuart King James don't know which number but because uh, he wanted
2: to take over the news uh, thing
0: no because he thought that he thought it was, was like, unhealthy it was the one that was like really hated like uh, smoking and thought like, like drinking coffee was another thing that was majorly unhealthy to everyone but it was so popular that like absolutely nobody listened to his ban of the thing and so he had wow. to like sort of sheepishly go oh actually you know in my grand benevolence I'll actually allow you guys to enjoy coffee <laughs> <laughs>
1: What a, what a graceful ruler.
0: I mean, from that story, you'd think that coffee has been pretty popular throughout history.
1: Trendy. Yeah, I, I, I know in, uh, I think I was in, in Vienna, and they, they do coffee slightly differently than they do it in Italy, because their coffee tradition comes from Ottoman invasion of Europe, as opposed to, I guess, the like, Neapolitan coffee tradition, which would come more from like, Arabs in the Mediterranean. So, like, there's there's also like parallel coffee traditions that that sort of meet at borders to completely different routes. It's uh, yeah more than hundreds of years. It's so, but it, it's cool. Like, you know, you you drink your you drink your cup of coffee, and the the bitter flavors is uh, you're sharing the same sensory experience as somebody a thousand years ago. There's not a lot of things like that <laughs> nowadays. Um, when
0: well, you say bitter flavor, but uh, I watched a documentary on coffee. And in like some areas, I think it was like, uh, areas in Arabia, areas in the Middle East, they were, they were going through their process of making coffee and the guy was like, yeah, then we put, uh, you know, enough sugar in it. And then he heaps like five spoonfuls (laughs) of sugar into the cup. I have
3: had, Probably not mm -hmm. a lot
0: of bitterness there.
3: (laughs) I've had Turkish coffee before as well. And that was, that was very bitter. Yeah. I'm not gonna say I was a big fan of it but uh, I had a Turkish roommate and his mother came to visit this was in Amsterdam and uh, we were sitting in the kitchen and she uh, she could do uh, she'd do fortune tellings with the coffee grounds at the bottom I don't know if you guys have have you probably heard of it it's like you drink it and then you you flip it upside down and then the way the coffee grounds kind of like fall on the, uh, on the inside of the walls of the cup you can kind of read you know the patterns
2: your sex life yeah. <laughs> yeah, right yeah, like yeah.
3: it's very kind of like gypsyish, uh, you know <laughs> kind of fortune telling and I I didn't get the my coffee uh, yeah like I, I didn't get mine done but my roommate did and she says she, she said like you will meet a man next year who has long legs very very dark and you know thick moustache and he will make you laugh three nights in a row and you'll be happily married for the rest of your life some, yeah some night. well it was a good ending but yeah
2: bro do you have uh, long legs <laughs>
1: <laughs> I do actually have disproportionately long legs yeah I just uh, okay, okay. I love this I, I love this thing I mean in case you should probably explain that like Turkish coffee has the grounds in the cup
3: Yeah, it's still at the bottom of the cup,
1: at the bottom, which was not explained to me the first time I had Turkish coffee, and I was like eating (laughs) coffee granules, (laughs) thinking to myself, "This is this is absolutely disgusting." I don't know why anyone would ever do this after such a nice cup of coffee above it, and uh, it really ruined the experience.
0: I mean, they serve it with a glass of water, don't they? And that should be pretty indicative of what you're about to get in terms of bitterness.
1: No, that's before. The Water's for it before It's for before? It's to clear your palate It's like the ginger in, uh, <laughs> It's for after espresso. So you get the grains off of your tongue <laughs> No, no, no Because uh, Italians uh, were the glass of water as yeah. well Because you cleanse your palate Then you have the shot of espresso Say In my culture And then you go through your entire day With the nice sweet bitterness of coffee in your mouth I ah. wish someone told me that Whatever You've been you've been cutting your coffee experiences short. <laughs> oh, this is like mouse watch. This is like the equivalent of like buying a calendar, January second, looking at all the pictures, and then throwing it into the trash. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah I liked all the different uh, yeah. traditions when it comes to coffee.
1: Drinking in general, I think drinking is. Drinking traditions are, are nicer than food traditions, I think. Do you think? Yeah, I, uh, I think food is more of an event. Like, food is more of, like, a staple thing, whereas a drink is more of, like, a celebration or, a like, a, a friendly thing, I feel. Maybe food is familial and, and drink is, is friendly. Hmm. There might be something there.
0: When you think of a drink tradition, uh, what examples can you think of?
3: Example of a drink tradition, honestly, I think most like, drinking um, drink, coffee. tradition are pretty ass at the moment. Like, yeah, can but you name nice. some examples? But if I just think of like okay, this is like alcoholic, by the way, but you know, like the Norwegian tr- uh, drinking tradition isn't like I don't know, historic or nice or like cultural anyway, it's it's because alcohol is so expensive, is that you don't drink at all throughout the week until Saturday or Friday night, where you drink a lot. Just you know, no matter what taste, no matter how nice or you know, how old and exquisite the drink is, you just drink it to get drunk. Then you have a hangover, and then you go back to
1: work on Monday. See, I was thinking more of say the 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 role of tea in current british society which is it's 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 the excuse to to keep your guest in a little bit more you know it's the extra 10 minutes with your with the friend of oh you know i'll just brew you a cup of tea um that does that was quite new to me and i quite like that and i think coffee serves that same role in in italian uh culture at the very least and uh i also like i like the idea which is also a very italian thing of uh just quickly dipping in for five minutes into a bar to have a shot of espresso, standing up, just as like five minutes of respite from the busy from the busy day. Um, yeah, I guess tea and coffee are the main the main ones in Europe, but I think that's what I was thinking about. Oh, is that like a thing?
0: to have espresso in a, as a pick me up
1: from a bar? It's not like even a pick me up. It's more like uh, it's something to do for five minutes. Like, let's just go smoke a cigarette. But yeah, you you'll just go into a bar and. Uh, yeah can, literally less than five minutes standing up you always
3: stand around oh. Like you always stand and uh finish your espresso
1: yes, yes
3: yeah, I, yeah. I, I keep on hearing about that i was like <laughs> why, why are you standing? <laughs> you get a drink, you sit
1: down, you enjoy your drink and then I was like, no, no because it's not it's not that <laughs> no no, you can't that there are there are long form drinks but again this is the whole point of it you, you go there it's just like a five minute break from the business of life you drink it quickly because the experience isn't the drinking it the experience is the flavor that it like leaves in your mouth and that's why you don't have the water afterwards as well <laughs>
2: I mean, we just didn't need a break from life. That's why
0: he chose to have the water afterwards.
3: It sounds like <laughs> <laughs> it does depend on if you're enjoying the
0: taste of your
1: mouth afterwards. I mean,
0: you know, Turkish coffee, quite bitter. I was like, I should wash down
1: that earthiness from my
0: tongue.
1: Jetong is the man who goes to a michelin star restaurant, eats like a five-course meal, and then immediately brushes his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the contrast is important. <laughs> Doesn't China have like a tea culture?
3: it does yeah the italian tradition like, like is a, a or... like, a, like a substitute like um you know how like the old days where they always drink like something alcoholic because clean water wasn't easy to come by yeah you know, they always have like a glass of whiskey and maybe they do you know they're spaced out throughout the day they did the same in italy but they realized this is not very functional for the you know for the society so at this sw- hot swap <laughs> it in with espresso instead to keep people you know, nice and productive
1: well you're joking but there are there are historians who link the start of the Renaissance to the arrival of coffee and tea in uh, in in the coffee in the coffee, coffee houses of Europe' it was yeah. like a lot of early philosophy was done in the coffee houses by people who had you know, all the expendable time to sit around in the coffee houses. <laughs> and exactly as you say, society switches from a, from a, depressant, <laughs> to a depressant to a stimulant uh, and suddenly the, the creative juices flow rather than just like massive <laughs> brawls in the countryside. Actually.
0: What's also important was that the coffee houses in those days were also the best location to get news on the trading world. As in they were like oh. the pre-stock market, stock market place for information. Um, you'd go there, yeah sure, to like coffee would almost be secondary for a lot of like traders in terms of they just go there to be able to listen to what's coming in and out.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. I guess yeah, the hub, like the central hub of hmm. just society.
2: Just to go back on the the tea thing. Yeah. Shang, have you ever done a you ever done a tea ceremony thing in China before?
0: I believe I have, yeah.
2: They do the thing where the the first brew is to clean the outside of the, the cups or I don't know if it's the first brew, but first brew is outside of the, to clean the outside of the teapot and then the second one is to smell and then the third one is to drink and then then you can drink it a couple of times and then like you drink like three times and then the, and then that's it or something I don't remember yeah, how yeah it's, it's a next. whole
0: procession it comes out in like a nice wooden tray and they just pour the water into <laughs> the tray because it's, it's like built for collecting.
3: So yeah. they had you, you
0: couldn't system Do Because uh, smelling it is also part of the experience.
2: Yeah, the point is you don't infuse it all, like, with one brew, right? So the first brew is, like, so, like, diluted that you might as well... Uh, sorry, it's, t- it's terrible, <laughs> like, dumbing down of the process, but... The first brew you use to clean... I don't know, I don't remember the reason for it, but you clean the... You clean oh, the... What do you call it, crockery? Yeah? No, the the, the 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 tea cup. you pour it over the cup. Over
3: right? the cup. Yeah, wow.
2: And then, yeah, to clean it, because it's hot, because it's boiling water, right? And then, the second brew is like, is like aromatic, but it's not like, you're not there yet, so you just smell it. It's for smelling. Mm-hmm. And then the third one onwards, you can drink, and that's like...
1: And it's the same uh, tea for us, or is it different teas for each of these? It's the
2: same leaves. So you put the leaves in, right? Okay. and when I say first brew is like you add the water in and then you let it oh, okay. do its thing and then like you pour it out right so you add water three times before you before it's like deemed uh, good enough to drink okay I'm using terrible wording for this but <laughs>
0: it's a very relaxing process it's supposed to be something relaxing as well you sort of sit there have yeah. the tea in the ceremony while you're talking to people and snacks on the side I, as well
1: I've also... Been lucky enough to be a part of one of these um, because uh, uh, an ex-girlfriend was Chinese and she uh, she got she got some tea for for the family as as a gift, which was which was really nice and I yeah I thought it was really relaxing and meditative almost. I think she was trying as as hard as possible to make it authentic. But what stuck with me was the that you have to hold the cup with two hands, or something. Or you always have to if you're accepting it, you need to do it with two hands. I think I've since learned that's. Like a bigger part of the culture in general, that's that's really stuck with me. I think that's that's really, I really like yeah, that, that, that gesture. Yeah, you're
2: accepting with two hands if it's like, it's like it's like more respectful or whatever. Yeah, I had to do that with There's A colleague. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> There's a colleague at work who's, who's Chinese, and she asked for some uh, for some paper, and I just like it ripped some out of an old book and just like flung it in her general direction. <laughs> And she accepted it with two <laughs> hands and looked at me and thanked me so, like, generously. It, I just, I felt so and you, horrible. And you felt that. I felt that. Uh, yeah, I know. It really got me. I really, I really like that. I really like that part of the culture.
2: Yeah, you know, like, uh, was it the, you've heard of red packets, right? Where they, where people give children money in, like, red packets? Yeah. Yeah, you're supposed to, two hands, right? Receive them, because otherwise, you know, you're being given money, right?
1: Respectful, yeah. And so, are there situations where you would take something with one hand? Like, would you can you deploy the one handed? So, what's the norm? Do you normally always do with two hands because it's respectful, or do you do it when you're purposely trying to respect, or do you purposely do one hand when you're trying to slight someone?
2: (laughs) Second option when you're trying to be respectful, you do with two hands, I think. I mean. You know, we still have to get through everyday life, right? You know, we don't need to be respectful all the time.
0: Yeah. If it's, like, a really formal thing, if it's, like, someone that you don't know that well, you should try to be respectful and really keep in mind the two-hands
3: thing. But, like... so if you grab your, like, you know, your paycheck from your boss you, you with know, one hand, you might not see it coming yes. next like month.
1: <laughs> no, it's like, oh, this... You're not paying me enough. You grab it with one hand. <laughs>
3: I mean like you quit and you yeah, take and you your like... last paycheck, you just grab it with one hand you like really
1: crunch up. Yeah. Oh, give me that. <laughs> it's, like, oh it's like another avenue of, the, of emotional expression that we just don't have in the West.
2: Are you sure about that? It's just, I, I'd say it would just be some other form, right? I
3: think... Like I handshaking? Think it's more highly tuned, you know, it's, it's more sensitive. If we're gonna receive something, yeah. Properly, we, oh, yeah, we, well, we'll do it differently. We'll grab it harder. You know, be a bit more violent, I guess.
1: Yeah, there's no cere- there's no yeah. like ceremonial sort of custom around handing over objects. Well, I'm just
2: thinking like the, the. Body language niche is probably filled by something else. But well, I probably can't that it, it is be. much
0: more. The culture is much more openly expressive in terms of saying things outright. Uh, not sure if I could say that, but you know, like it's much easier to like be thankful or be angry or stuff like that rather than hiding it within like some veiled uh, gestures within Western culture.
1: Interesting. Uh, would, would you say? God. Would you say there is? Uh, I guess we're talking about China. Would you say Chinese culture is is a lot about sort of you said veiled, you know, not being direct with things or like showing things in perhaps. Uh, in I, don't know, way. I don't know how to explain myself here. Yeah, indirectly showing your intentions or saying not saying things, you know, on the nose.
2: It should only be direct when you're drinking and eating. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll tell you that I,
0: I know it's definitely Together. the case within Korean and Japanese corporate culture, but I'm not sure about China's just because it's like, sort of rapidly developing in real time.
3: I mean, isn't it pretty open within, you know, with, within family and friends, like, I don't know, you hear like stereotypes, like, they can be very direct, like, oh, you've gone fat now, like, where's your girlfriend, when are you going to get a girlfriend, when are you going get married? Like, <laughs> I like hear that would be considered pretty extreme. Really call a family member. Like, if my brother comes in, I always, okay, maybe. Okay, it depends. But I'm, I don't want to get. <laughs> I don't want to come home and my dad looks at me or my mom looks at me like, "You got really fat there." You know that. <laughs> I think my dad. I mean, I don't think they
2: would over. say that. Again, it's, It gets multiplied when you're when you're eating together.
3: Oh, so they wait till you eat, like, and then like they a... call you fat. Dude, that is respect. Yeah, a-
2: across the dinner table, <laughs> across the they, d- they wait for that shit <laughs> to yeah. be in
3: your mouth and then they call, they call you out. <laughs> they know <laughs> when to
2: make you feel bad. No, it's just across the dinner table, all is like all is equal. It's like it's like the it's like the you know the the sauna culture from like Finland, right? Oh, yeah. When you're in the sauna, every man is equal. Is it's in China? It's across the dinner table. Every 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 man is equal.
1: In the sauna, you're naked, right? That- that's the great equalizer
2: yeah yeah that's the equalizer yeah.
3: uh, speaking of saunas have you guys ever tried one of those like Finnish or I don't know if it's Finnish it's like Estonian like sauna traditions where they it's like it, you know they, they like ramp up the heat and they splash a lot of like um, not flavoured water but I don't know they have like mint or something and they splash it around so you know it steams everywhere yeah oh mint yeah then, yeah then they get a towel and they they spin it so it, it you know you get like air blasted with minted boiling air and you get like you know of course you get really light headed and everyone's there and I don't know some people really enjoy it I just thought like holy okay I'm gonna, fa- I'm gonna pass out here <laughs> it was a very strange assault on my senses
2: yeah, when you said mint, I I, I I like I recoiled a bit in my head. So I forgot I forgot
3: I did like, it. The <laughs> it's like you're dying. You know? You're out in like the Sahara desert, but you, all, all the air just smells like mint. And You're like, Wah. you know, you're <laughs> lightheaded. headed You feel like you're gonna faint. Everything's getting blurry, and it's all steamy as well.
2: From what I remember, is the, the mint messes in your eyes. Is the is the real like.
1: Uh... That's the yeah. thing. That's what I was going to ask. That doesn't sound good for just like eyes and nose.
2: <laughs> no, I'm just sitting there and like, "Oh, is this is this the tradition? Oh man, <laughs> this is really good for you, I right?" S-
3: I don't understand why things like act events or acts are like, you know, tradition, you know, has history or has tradition is either ex- very quiet and pleasant or violent and you know, unappealing. <laughs> either it's like some like you sit down, you have a cup of tea, you're completely relaxed, or you you're put through this fucking gauntlet. You know, <laughs> cool, yeah, exactly. like why does it have to be either end? Why
1: can't it just be something normal,
3: something
1: like every day? <laughs> yeah, we have a we have a sweet tradition of uh, of sipping tea by the seaside and then jumping off of the cliffs onto the rocks. <laughs> We've been doing it for thousands yeah, of years. Yeah, it's like,
3: you know, you hear about, like, some culture, like, yeah, you're not a man until you, like, you cut your nutsack and you walk over some boiling coals. <laughs> <laughs> you have to have a swag of, like, homebrew moonshine and go blind in one eye. <laughs>
1: and then you're man enough to sit Oh, shit, send bro, I guess
2: I'm not becoming a man.
1: <laughs> I feel like, I feel like cultures whose coming-of-age traditions have high death rates probably don't survive very long. <laughs>
0: Isn't the same, like, conceptual idea as hazing, though? It's that you put them through something bad, but then when they come out the other side, they sort of, like, get the idea that, well, you know, I I did it, so it wasn't actually that bad, and you know what, I think it made me stronger, and I'm gonna do it (laughs) to the future generations.
3: Yes. I mean, they probably understood that, um, joint trauma is a very strong bonding gel, I guess, for members. Oh yeah, so, that's definitely the case. Oh yeah, that's... <laughs> Still a bit unfair, a bit unnecessary. <laughs> uh,
2: what was I going to say? Oh yeah, I mean you've said it's either like going through hell or it's really nice, but I was going to mention earlier, you know, like early chocolate mm. in like Aztec culture was like Bunch of high-ranking Aztecs get in a room and drink this, like, essentially, like, drug, right? Like the original mm. coca drink was just like a, like a, what's the word? It's like a, uh, it was either like a psychedelic or like a aphrodisiac. Okay. One of them. <laughs> That's
0: a fun time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> aphrodisiac. Yeah. What is, <laughs> where, where does that
2: one belong on your on your <laughs> scale, huh? As, as
1: as long as it's not both. <laughs>
0: Either tripping
1: balls oh, or wait, tend- wait.
0: with dropping erections <laughs> in one room. I mean,
1: isn't, ch- isn't chocolate? Oh wait, yeah, no, no. Okay, I don't sure. think it's this. Depends where you I'm put it. Sure better, yeah.
2: I think it was a psychedelic. Let's 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 <laughs> cross out the second one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wanted to ask about segments. Do you guys have any additional ideas for segments?
2: can we do a movie review and then I'll chime in with my non-existent knowledge of movies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> with three proper movie reviews and then you <laughs> make up a review.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then it'll be like, which one do you prefer? <laughs> <laughs> the one that I made up <laughs> or the actual review of the movie? If you, if you like review a terrible movie, and I'll just be like, what are you talking
0: about? I loved it, man. It was great. Uh, but that means I have to watch the terrible movie.
3: We could do... You do like what those YouTube videos where Jatong chooses one of us to not watch the movie and the rest does, and then we all come up with reviews and we have to figure out which one didn't watch the
2: movie. Can I can I volunteer for one of the roles? <laughs> <all? laughs> it's also <always> <laughs> Yang who hasn't watched the movie. It'll
4: be very easy. <laughs> <yes. sighs>
0: so he can play the wild card. Even if he has watched the movie, he makes it sound like he hasn't watched the movie. <laughs> what do you <laughs> mean? Uh. that's alright. we don't have to have new segments i was just curious
2: i can come up with like a weird question per week i can try to do that we'll do
0: jinyoung's weird question corner i've been trying out uh health gimmicks those uh do this for 10 minutes and it'll like completely change your life things on youtube to see how they actually go oh yeah uh last last month i uh, did 10 minutes to improve your posture and
2: uh has your posture
0: improved i I don't know how to say this but like i've actually grown one centimeter since doing that so i I suspect that my posture was absolutely horrific beforehand and that doing these exercises has actually helped uh to tangible benefit
1: a centimeter? Yeah, I grew really a centimeter,
0: like actually a
3: centimeter, like it was noticeable. You sure just isn't your hair, what? you know, you, you, you look freshly shaven when you first measured.
0: No, no, I, I was baited my family members and they were like, did did you grow? I was like, no oh, no way, and then we actually <laughs> measured and I actually grew on centimeters. So
1: this is what's crazy to me. So it's you're not saying when you stand tall with correct posture, you're a centimeter taller, you're saying Apparently, my Standing goddamn spine was so warped by terrible posture wow. that doing
0: the posture exercise actually helped me. Like, the baseline it increase. A bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh.
1: This is this is such a strong review. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, if you have bad posture, which I think a lot of people will, if they sit around on uh, looking at computers all day, uh, try doing some easy posture exercises it will change your life actually
3: weirdly enough what, what, <laughs> like we're all standing here what? flexing our back yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> i've never felt so insecure about my shoulders i don't know what to say so, they, i think are too far forward are they too far yeah, back no. so, what i I'm doing something wrong so what are these exercises then what what do you what do you do like stand with your back to the wall or
0: i just if you go on
1: youtube and you search for like 10 minute exercise so
0: improve your posture there's actually just like videos of them going through the exercise sets and they're usually just exercises working on like your shoulders and your like lower back muscles which is apparently the main targeted areas that you won't get a lot of exercise for yeah that makes yeah sense. so mm-hmm. it's like it is shocking that there's an actual like tangible benefit after one month though so uh, i'll give this one the, like thumbs up pretty good
2: That's exactly what my mom's been telling me to do for the last half year.
0: (laughs) She might be onto something. I'll tell you what. Um, what else do I want to bring up? Oh, um. Oh, I. I Did you want to say something?
2: I want to mention funny, interesting thing from this week. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Apparently, your touchscreen can be triggered by egg whites.
1: (laughs) No, cooked or raw. Uh, raw
2: I was cooking uh, I was making some carbonara and I spilled the egg white over my phone and it chose a song for me and it was pretty bad so
1: <laughs> was the song Italian see if you if you've been using the correct recipe and used a high proportion of egg yolks it would have picked an Italian song but yours wasn't authentic enough <laughs> that's the reason huh yeah oh my god what song did it pick
2: I don't remember, but I was I was more impressed with the fact that the the touch screen went off because of egg whites.
0: Well, if you were more superstitious, you should see that as like a curse from that chicken that died. <laughs> uh, what was I gonna say? Yeah, yeah. Uh, next month is the National Novel Writing Month, which I participate in every year, and most every time do not finish. Uh, this time, I will be mimicking. A great writer's writing schedule to see if that will actually help me complete the month. Um,
3: Please tell me it's all, Stephen King. He's
0: the writer. It's not Stephen King. They're all kind of ass, though. Look, I've got two written down, right? Listen to this Murakami's is like, wake up at 4 a.m., work for five to six hours, then run 10 kilometers, and then go to sleep at nine. <laughs> and then my alternative is Kirk Vonnegut, who's like, wake up at five thirty, work until eight then walk do errands or do some swimming eat lunch work until five thirty. or actually just work until 10 and then go to bed so uh i'm going to try out one of these and uh, see if it actually does tangible improvement and if i can actually keep it up <laughs> report
1: back to you in a month
2: oh my god very good
1: i i'm trying to I'm trying to Google as I go, which I think is a pop- bad post- podcasting form. But I think Franz Kafka had some insane routine where he, like, sleep-deprived himself. And then would just, like, pull an all-nighter and, like, binge out a bunch of writing. And then they just go back to his boring office life. And just, like, write in just, like, these absurdly long stretches of delirious time. <laughs>
0: I mean, I greatly respect Kafka as a writer, but given the stuff he writes, I, I don't want to lose my mind in the process of trying to follow their life patterns. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, I did listen to an episode of Hello Internet, and... Uh, oh! Which one? It was the one, get this, I picked a random episode, it was the one about YouTube boxing. It was when uh, KSI and Logan Paul were duking it out and they were talking about that. But more specifically about how uh, one of them wanted to call in as the BBC was commenting on the boxing match and complain about how they were getting stuff wrong.
1: Oh wow, wow! I don't actually remember that one. I, I, I thought I would know almost all of them, but I guess I'm, I guess I'm a fake fan.
0: <laughs> I mean, I see what you mean with the chimes now, but their episodes are like two hours long, so it makes more yeah. sense that they've like stitched it together more. The other thing that kind of shocked me was uh they had like they had a sponsorship in the middle of it for like an air purifier um and given that it's like a science based podcast you i i was immediately like oh this seems reputable i kind of want to own it and then you know the the logical part of my brain was like wait a minute does this actually do anything and then i looked for some like reviews and they were like yeah it's actually not any better than picking a much less expensive air purifier so <laughs> Yeah, right.
1: I mean what does what does air purification mean in this context? Is it just smells?
0: Uh no, this one was oh my god, what was it? It's the molecule air purifier and it's like not a traditional not the traditional method, so it's like also getting rid of like allergen particulates and uh, some other stuff? I don't remember the exact.
1: It is actually filtering air.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Oh, you. Um, I um yeah. I had something. Go ahead. I said I'd keep a list. Uh, I, I was half joking about Kanye West. I don't think that would be good to talk about in this podcast at all, given that I know nothing about about the man, and I don't know I don't know how much uh, what well, the overlap is uh, with intended audience and, and Kanye West, performers. but. Relatively recently, I was shocked to read. And I don't know if you guys saw this. That MiniClip was shutting down. Were you guys? Oh yeah. Did this uh, this pass oh. through your radar? This is yeah. Sweet. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So it was. I think MiniClip was going to shut down. There was a big, you know, a big media storm about it. And then a few, like a week later, so a few days ago, they released a statement saying they're not actually shutting down, and their games will still be there. They're just like doing a hard pivot onto the mobile market mm. and uh, what it got me thinking about was like the the great era of flash games that we grew up with like I, immediately like when i heard miniclip was shutting down my brain went to like i made a list you know the world's hardest game impossible quiz raft wars oh, oh my God. Yeah, portal flash, flash games. Version, happy wheels Quap, oh fancy pants adventure like my childhood was just dominated by Try to get 30 minutes on the, on either the school or the house computer to play some. I love Portal Flash version. I really like that one. And uh, I think that era ended, and I'm not too sure why. So, I don't know. I just thought it was. Oh. Yeah. What are your thoughts
2: They stopped uh, supporting Flash. The actual yeah. whole, thing yeah. all the, the
0: major watch. web browsers stopped supporting Flash. Um,
2: yeah. Uh, it was like a year ago, I think. I, think. I, would,
0: I would trace Steve it back God. to Steve Jobs, honestly. Just how big of an influence <laughs> he has in the, the tech scene. <laughs> this guy. But, uh, <laughs> no, Steve but one jo- of the th- main things, one of the things that set iPhone apart from, um, from Android, its main competitor, was the fact that Steve Jobs absolutely refused to put Adobe Flash onto it, whilst Android was like, yeah, yeah, we'll have Flash. With his main reasoning being that it's just a performance hog, uh and you know he didn't really see the point in having it included uh later on with the MacBook Air it was an optional install and th- this was like one of the new generations of the MacBook Airs and it was like the first time that a laptop/computer would not come with a, like Adobe Flash installed the battery life without flash was something absurd uh for the laptop market it was like 15-16 hours I'd say but then with Flash install it was like cut in half. Like you could still install Flash of your own volition on it afterwards, but you saw the battery life just go to hell
1: when you did that. Wow. Can I just say, Jatong, you are so on the money because <laughs> I, I was I was I was reading into this and I went down this rabbit hole and in two thousand and ten Steve Jobs wrote an essay and published an essay called Thoughts on Flash, where he publicly said exactly what you're saying. And uh and he also said it have <laughs> poor security and uh, poor performance on mobile, I guess, because of ma- battery issues. And, yeah, people think that that killed it. So, yeah, I, I don't know how you know that, but that's, I'm very impressed. <laughs> and also, actually, on the, on the uh, end of life of Flash, so right now, not only do browsers not support it, but Adobe's official uh, Flash player, since January 2021, is hard-coded to not work. Like, they put in a time bomb. In 2017, they announced they were they were discontinuing the product, and then they pushed software updates that would just check if the time is greater than January 2021. uh, Flash will just not work anymore. (laughs) And there's uh, there's a few exceptions, which is like I think some Chinese browsers, and then there's some like GitHub repositories that you could use to like hack Flash on and hack past (laughs) this like this this time check, which I thought was yeah, I thought it's so bizarre, and I I kind of kind of want to do it again. Like, just the thought of not being able to play Raft was
2: ever again. is sad. I think... I actually went back, like, a couple of times when I... When Flash went down. I think some websites have done a good job at saving the actual game files. Uh, like, a lot of stuff on Newgrounds has, like, ported to... It's, it's, like, it's more difficult to find the stuff, but you can still play it. But, like... Uh-huh. I think I think some people were too nostalgic
0: to let it. just There died. is a repository, there's a website that is aiming to uh, have a backup of all the flash games ever made, but like ported over to whatever HTML5 or something. Um, oh wow! So they are worth some. Some people are working on that project. Oh yeah.
2: That's the one. That's the one. You can. There's actually a lot of the old games can be played on HTML5. Yeah. It's just, like, not on the old websites anymore. have <laughs> to Google it anymore. This is like the Gutenberg Project but, like for my shitty childhood memories. Like, what is, what is going on?
1: <laughs> yes, the impossible quiz 17 will forever be immortalized in HTML5. <laughs> Society will rebuild itself even after, you know, the destruction of an agonizing holocaust. It's amazing.
2: Man can still play Raft Wars and get annoyed at how <laughs> the physics work.
0: Oh, thank God, eh? It's so weird that stuff in the tech world just changes and like can't disappear so easily. I think if we talk about Flappy Bird nowadays, like
1: nobody in the new generation has any idea what that is anymore. Yeah. But that also died. You know, the creator, Well, that, I mean, that also had a spectacular defined endpoint, which I think a lot of cultural norms sort of fizzle out. The Flappy Bird was taken off um, because the well, I don't really remember but the, I think the guy the creator he got getting too big all hate. of a
0: sudden well, he didn't want to deal with it
1: anymore something like that yeah yeah, yeah that's quite rare for cultural events have I mean, to find endpoints I
2: don't know if it's too big he just literally got sui- uh, suicide threats death threats <laughs> <laughs> sorry
3: oh yeah. was it that negative I just thought like he was done no, it got so big
2: no, no no it was it was definitely death threats and then he tweeted i can't take it anymore i'm taking the game down
1: yeah really? yeah that's how i remember it wow that's,
3: that's wild it. i remember like the immediate the aftermath is other... like people selling their yeah ipod touch with the game still installed <laughs> you can't get it off the app store anymore
1: yeah yeah, yeah i remember It was, it's was just absolutely amazing
0: that's well, funny you mentioned that ipod touch any new listeners will not know what an ipod touch is because ipods <laughs> don't exist anymore man now it's
3: <laughs> you're just trying I mean, to which is a sure. funny
0: it's a funny knock-on effect because if you podcast as a name doesn't actually make sense to anybody that doesn't know what an ipod is which is another funny development of the tech world
3: in fairness i think the existence of the ipod touch didn't make sense to begin with because I, I, I had I had I didn't have the second generation I think I had the third or fourth and uh, you know for Christmas uh, everyone was just asking why don't you just get an iPhone just does the same thing but then you don't have to carry with you know a shitty Nokia phone and the iPod touch
1: it predated the iPhone
3: no it did Okay, maybe not the one, not,
0: the, okay, maybe, oh. The, mm. the iPod
1: concept did, because
0: you also had like iPod nanos
3: and the iPod. Oh, okay. I was thinking of the iPod touch with the actual, right. like, touch screen, not the, what you call it?
1: Um, uh, the iPod, like the nanos and yeah, the shuffles. And and the, shuffles. Yes. the classic yeah. ones. But, but that's the thing, I think it seamlessly transitioned into the iPhone. Like, I think the first iPhone was called like the iPhone 3 or something. That might, that might be wrong, but like the numbering was weird. Uh, no,
0: the first iPhone was just called the iPhone at the time. 2g was the main thing that had come out. So it was just known as the iPhone that ran 2g. The next one was the iPhone 3g because 3g had just come out. So that's the oh. odd numbering.
1: Oh, okay. I always thought it's cause they wanted to phase their iPods into the iPhones. Okay, that makes no. It it followed
0: the development of uh, cellular network at the time, because then you had three GS, which was a slightly faster three G one. But then the iPhone four used the four G network, stuff like that.
1: Well, and now we have five G, but we're on like iPhone what, like thirteen or fourteen? Yeah, the the five G took a
0: while, so the the (laughs) naming didn't carry on. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, they had to hard-encode COVID into uh, 5G, so uh, I don't blame them. <laughs> yeah, everyone knocking down the towers, kind of looked, you know.
3: They didn't have a good look for Apple. It started
1: to go down the way. It took the majors. Yeah. took the majors. I was, I was
2: going to say, bro, like, I fucking I used to listen to, like, shit on my, like, Walkman CD player, you know? <laughs> <laughs> when iPod Nano came out, I was like, what? This thing? Seven songs? That's crazy, oh, dude. Yeah. You, you,
1: and then now I'm just it. like... You can see the original like ad, or I think there's like a kid. What no, no, not Kindle. What's it called? They're like those like presentations where he like it's in the little pocket in his jeans, and he's like, you know this pocket, you know how it's always been useless, and he like slowly reveals an (laughs) iPhone Shuffle or Nano or whatever from it, and everyone just goes absolutely crazy at the audience. Mm. So good,
0: such good PR um what i also wanted to bring up oh this was my main theme uh question not theme this was the main question do you guys know about uh the voyager one and two space probes that nasa sent
3: Yes. Yeah. uh voyager one i think i'm more familiar with yeah but
0: uh more specifically that they sent the uh, so-called golden records up into space with them they're like supposed to be like uh, a time capsule slash repository of important knowledge that'll explain what human beings are to any extraterrestrial species
4: Mm
0: -hmm. yeah uh my question is if for some reason nasa decide to send one one hour long episode of our podcast on what would you suggest we say for that episode
3: assuming they could understand us
0: Well, I think that assumption is given, you know, because the stuff that they did include was like, uh, there was a lot of
1: music and uh, stuff like that. Mongolian throat singing was on there. Yeah. Yeah, some blues. It was also on the disc itself. On the disc itself was written in like pictures, instructions for how to play the disc
0: and then they also had like some scans of a a person's brain waves as they thought about like big concepts like love and stuff wow Yeah, yeah 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 so i'm asking like if we got the opportunity to send one episode of our podcast up into space as a first contact sort of thing what would you say we should have on that episode
2: how about you start off with of, like gibberish and then you slowly build in like language complexity?
3: Uh, oh we're, we're mimicking <laughs> it's the development of language. Yeah, I think we just we yeah. should start yeah. off with baby talk, you know, to ease them in. You know, some
2: oh, baby talk. I was gonna oh, make
3: monkey noises. Oh, oh, oh we'll go, go that far back? Yeah, we could start with that, and then wow. we'll the goo gagas, then mama and papa, and then you know, eventually we'll get somewhere.
2: Uh, and then basically basic stuff so like you know when you cut a sentence down to its like base you know it's like that good <laughs> good <laughs> <laughs> right and then and then we start adding pointless words and then uh, then it becomes artistry at some point right
3: um no i think we should just stop we just talk talk shit about them like you know, like, it, it would just be us sitting there, but like just talking about. you want? Know For you out there listening to us, I bet you're really ugly. I bet you don't you don't have the genes. You're not like carbon based like us. Yeah, I, I'm sure you guys look fucking weird. Have some weird sex. Like, yeah, you guys you guys are missing out. This- uh, you know, you're not here.
2: Is, is this you getting back at something? <laughs> no, I just want them to... I just want <laughs> to,
3: like, talk badly about them. So they get annoyed. So they all come here, you know? And try to straighten it. Go down. Is so, that
2: And then you save... Uh, we save the... The entire effort of trying to go find extraterrestrial life. We have them come to us.
3: I mean, did, did they... On the golden plate, did they give instructions to where we are? They, I give think they, did. they give stars.
1: They give stars. Did they do like our solar system, Keep, like going like, towards Earth? Key constellations. Yeah, I don't know they're, they're... if it's like a map, but at least they, they'll know something about our perspective on a few like huge celestial objects.
2: Yeah, there is like a reference point or something.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Are they to our current location? I think Why didn't they veto we're... that? That sounds like a
1: terrible thing to include. <laughs> if we don't know what's on
0: the other side. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? Yeah. Also, our species responds poorly to radiation. <laughs> Be in touch! <laughs> We're waiting for you. For you. Yeah.
2: Uh, let me have a look. Yeah, yeah, it-, it Yeah, yeah, this is the, It has the- The distance to different stars in, uh... Astronomical they, units. They defined a basic- yeah, they define a basic unit of measurement using two hydrogen nuclei on it, and then using that base of measurement, they represent the distance to celestial bodies. <laughs> wait, wait, That's the wait. bottom left of the what's disk.
3: Hydrogen nuclei? So if you want to do like, the- what's the measurements of that? If you want to do- okay, so the sun and mm. the- you know, the earth, or this <coughs> many... <laughs> nuclei span- you know, widths apart.
2: Here we got some
1: ridiculous numbers here. Yeah, I, it's, it's I think constant. Some scaling. It's constant. That's the thing. You know, yeah, I uh, we actually did this at uni. Um, it was it, it happened more than <laughs> once of just getting the discs, not had, like letting people read them and then trying to make them figure out what it meant. And it's they've done re- a really good job. It's like the best IKEA assembly instructions in the world. <laughs> But the one that I don't believe anyone could do is the instructions for how to play it, because it's a record, and just that technology is just so arbitrary. But it's, yeah, I really, That's I really thing. recommend looking at the actual pictures, because it's, yeah, it's just a very interesting problem. How to explain something without any, where well, the only commonality is existence, but you have no common, like, no common culture, nothing else in common.
2: Wasn't the complaint that they use uh, like an arrow to point at things? But that's a distinctly human thing. <laughs> because the arrow hunter-gatherer
0: yeah. society. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Well, I don't know. Aerodynamics probably works similarly in other places. You know, there's still gravity. I bet. I bet aliens have arrows.
0: Oh, we can't be certain of that. I can, well, could they have included a record player as well? Or was there not enough space? <laughs> there, there,
2: there's, there's a golden needle on there, right? Something like that, yeah. Oh,
0: okay. But not just a full vinyl player? Couldn't they have? The... <laughs>
2: I mean, I you your guess is as good as mine, but we should ask Mr. NASA scientist who actually has to make the thing, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 I mean, this is an engineering problem at this point. It's not even like a conceptual problem. It's like, oh, let's do it, right? And then when you go down to do it, it's like, oh shit. <laughs> I was in... oh shit. Maybe maybe the years of solar radiation blasts the record player away. Anyway, go on, Fern.
1: I was in Italy over the, sort of last week, and we we're digging through some some old family stuff, and one of the things we found was an old record player. Which is you're like thirty years old, and four of us, two of which, are myself and my father, who are both you know engineering graduates, cannot figure out how to work this thing. Okay. Uh, we we threw it away because <laughs> we just spent a whole day trying to work it. We just couldn't do it, so we just took it to the skip. So uh, I don't know if if me and my dad uh, found the golden disc. I yeah, I think uh, I don't think it would go well. I think it would just end up end up on a on an intergalactic space garbage pile.
0: Oh, but you, yeah. you you could probably, if you found, like, an alien time capsule, you would absolutely post it on the internet, and then you'd get everybody wanting to have a piece of the puzzle. Yeah,
2: yeah. Maybe. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, good point, yeah. We might not be able to do it, but 4chan will be able to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as long
1: as the aliens have 4chan, they're gonna do yeah. just- <laughs> no problem, dude. The two they things, the two commonalities are, you know, width of hydrogen atom, and just absolute hot garbage internet forums. <laughs> be, These are the be two bedroom. things that we know all civilizations have in common.
0: I don't think Alien 4chan will be too happy to spend hundreds of hours on and only to decipher
1: me and Daniel talking about how ugly the aliens are. <laughs> you're right you're right at least five minutes of mongolian throat singing that that has to be on there
3: we have to have a cliffhanger at the end as well like i don't know what what could be something common like talk about like the meaning of life oh yeah what's the what's the end oh yeah (laughs) the next record will be all about the meaning (laughs) of life and then (laughs)
1: don't (laughs) say
2: You say it's like a cliffhanger. It's like a nine minute, f- the ten minute record, nine minute, fifty seconds of Mongolian <laughs> singing, and then ten seconds of <laughs> the meaning of life.
1: Yeah. The, the ten seconds explaining how, in the next installment, we're going to be explaining the meaning of life and how to achieve cold fusion or whatever else, you know, aliens will care about. It's like the, the equivalent of the high school prank of uh, getting two sheep, painting them one and three, and then releasing them into school. <laughs> what? Just you send two records, and you call them Record 1 and Record 3. And then in, in 1, you set up all the amazing knowledge you're gonna give in 2, and in 3, you talk about how great is it that we've shared this knowledge with you. Can truly achieve, now you can truly achieve intergalactic status and join us you know, as we rule the universe.
2: I thought I thought you meant like the audio equivalent of like a micro dot. Just
1: cram it in at the end. <laughs>
3: Yeah, i think that would be a pretty good recording to have for, to listen to
0: i'll tell you yeah. what that nasa guy will be curling his nose up at what i submit, but uh, i'm sure the aliens will love it
3: tell them we've reached like we a different plane of existence and the next record tells you how, how to do it
0: <sighs> trying to include all the ways so we could get to bait them into coming to earth <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> just
2: tell them there are cat girls on earth and then you know.
0: yeah.
2: Yeah. we'll bait the alien 4 to come along.
1: <laughs> I feel like you'd have to throw in some line there of like trying to reverse psychology them into bringing you like endless supplies of minerals like oh we're, we're all really susceptible and allergic to platinum please, please don't come sending us <laughs> Shipments of millions and millions of tons of, of rare earth metals. Now, but that would devalue them, though. That <laughs> right? would devalue. Them
4: already <laughs> already thinking about the economic.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta be like, it's gotta be something that like we, we need like a lot of, but it wouldn't like be terrible if you devalue it, right? If, you, if they come, somebody comes like a planet's worth of platinum, no one cares. About <laughs> Well, what about like, right, platinum? No, no, great... no, no, anyway. Oh god, oh no. We can make we can make really good catalysts now and that's it.
1: <laughs> oh, kids on the streets start saying like, dude man, stop being so platinum, bro. <laughs> dude, that's, that's totally platinum. Yeah, oh, now we should tell
2: them we're definitely allergic to um What's a what's an what's a what's a like a is there an anti greenhouse gas? Anti greenhouse. <laughs> <gas. laughs> is, like, is there like a, is there like a like like an inverse operation of version of the C- of CFC? <laughs> Do <they have> one <laughs> of the, a more ozone, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. More <laughs> more <laughs> ozone. Oh, yeah, well, dude, we're definitely alerted to so, ozone. Man. So
1: you're so, you're okay. suggesting we record. Just like an hour long of Jin Yao saying, Oh God, I please hope no attacking <laughs> aliens come and like fix the hole in our planet. That would be so uncomfortable. If they came oh, and stabilized man. the CO2 levels and temperature rise. Oh, that would be oh, so man. awkward. Yeah. Oh, man, please. What would I ever we, do about We're also assuming
0: that this extraterrestrial species is, like, just a massive jackass. They get this random golden record spent from, like, a species god knows how far away. They listen to it. And they're like, we want to. We need to ruin their lives.
3: Just do whatever they say they don't
0: want on this record.
1: I don't care how much money we have to put into this. Write that down. Write that down. Yeah. Yeah, really what would happen is we make a record saying how much we we really like don't want platinum and they arrive and just like delete all the platinum from our world <laughs> <laughs> expect to be back. Nice. you're welcome <laughs> we bring the solution oh.
3: we have oh. solved your
1: platinum problem we have also increased the CO2 level in your atmosphere to 97% <laughs> you're welcome Earthlings thank you
2: <laughs> I think someone didn't do the risk assessment on this one <laughs>
0: know who to blame if that
2: Sorry. ever happens. Look, I'm just saying, right, I'm just saying, it's like, um, just, just real quick, I haven't seen Justice League, but imagine if if, if the bad, if the guy from Justice League, Wolf, he showed up with a bunch of ozone, and he's like, whoa, <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> you're going down, Earth, and then he proceeds to fix the hole in the,
1: the atmosphere, and it's like, oh, oh no, dude, right? I didn't know we were already starting with the movie reviews for movies we had not watched. <laughs> 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 I'm just mixing that in, yeah.
0: Would he really be a villain, though, if he came and fixed the hole in our ozone layer?
2: Well, in his mind, yeah. But, you know, to us, it's... Oh, dude.
1: Oh, it would be the greatest heist ever. Maybe uh, maybe you should make this the subject of your novel, Jacob. Steppenwolf coming to Earth with ozone. I just need <laughs> this, this idea of the, the intergalactic bait and switch. <laughs>
0: How to get easy
3: rare earth minerals. <laughs> the warning may result in multiple like a... earth
1: minerals.
3: Oh my god. <clears throat> yeah.
2: I mean like to be honest right it's like what like what if they do that right it's like they leave and we have a really big supply of platinum it's like all right what what's next <laughs> what else do we need oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. wouldn't you get like when the internet roasts you for you could have asked for and you could have baited them into bringing us anything you could have you could have solved world hunger, but you came with you, yeah but that you ask them to come with a, un, a crazy supply of platinum
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean you could try again I guess of another record put down that we have severe hunger problems
1: Yeah but like food like there's no guarantee that they could bring us something that we could eat whereas platinum is just an element Like what yeah. what would you say like oh bring us food like what? like okay they bring they you like right? raw uranium because that's what they eat <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're back to square one
2: I mean that would solve the energy crisis maybe <laughs> yeah,
1: I, 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 should, I should stay away from just pure elements but you know they they have whatever crazy stuff they they eat
2: actually I mean isn't that you you say stay away from pure elements but other than just our existence isn't that the only point of commonality that we have pure elements Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly
2: maybe they can give us some um some some coffee
0: I mean I'm kind of hoping that these aliens are like you know they're kind of like us carbon based life forms that also breathe oxygen and eat food which would simplify a lot of things in terms of us trying to get their stuff uh
1: Yeah, but like different animals can't eat human food. Mm, That's true. Like dog will die if it eats chocolate. You can't eat like plant leaves, but a panda does. And we're functionally the same animal compared to (laughs) compared to like a beetle. Is there what chance do we have with with, yeah with a? Is there anything that we absolutely cannot eat that some animals can eat?
0: What raw meats? Yeah, for sure. But Um... You can, like, yeah. become accustomed I'm... to that, right? Raw meats. Can you actually? I think so, because there's some people that just eat raw meat.
1: No, but there's things like if you eat dog liver, you die of, like, vitamin D overdose or something, but then some mm-hmm. animals can eat that because their, their systems can just, like, flush that stuff out. There's also, um, there's also the opposite, right? I mean, you don't have to be human-centric. Uh, st- I think even maybe stuff like caffeine and, like, spiciness is poison to insects and we yeah. we add it as flavoring mm. that's
4: true
1: how about poisons? sulfur
2: from geothermal vents
1: <laughs> <laughs> no that, that's the answer to your thing Vegetong. it's poisons poisons are things you can't eat like yeah i guess i guess sulfur is well, right yeah like, like arsenic or, or cyanide or whatever uh, but you
0: can't. Okay, yeah. I guess it's in the sense that if they bring it, it won't be nutritionally valuable to us. Although we can still sort of accustom our bodies to eating poison, so it would technically be edible.
1: What about the opposite question of if aliens, if we received an intergalactic call for hu, I guess I was about to say humanitarian aid, of existential aid, <laughs> what, what food, what food do you think is the purest food? Like, what food would you ship to them? Oh. That you think was most they'd, they'd most likely be able to consume.
0: You gotta try rice or bread, right?
1: But carb—that's complex. Oh, that's that, true. That you, our bodies break that down into sugar, right? And sugar, sugars. Oils? sugars, oils, oils, fats. Mm. You just shit them lard. Just carbon. <laughs> <laughs> sweet, sweet oil, like. Like, are we are we are we reaching the conclusion that the best thing to send them is just a bunch of Big Macs? Uh, like spam. What's, what's gonna? I don't want to say it, but you said it. <laughs> spam. Yeah. Just a bunch of cans of spam. spam. Would water, like, would water be something that would make sense to send? Mm, I guess there's no guarantee that they actually need water. Doesn't all our food contain water? I think so.
3: I think water sounds like the safest. Like meat brand.
2: contains water. <laughs> that's because of the. That's because us, like. That's because we're water based, though. Like, you know how, like, hardtack is, like, there's no water in that, but you when you eat it, you have to add it. Add water, right? Otherwise, it's, like. Uneatable, right? So, like, that's kind of the water in food is because there's water in us as well yeah question but con-
0: conceptually no, isn't there a exactly. bigger problem if they like actually would accept water because like if they need water as their species and they actually don't have enough water then like what conditions are there in right now because then we could give them water but it's not like they could produce more water from water
1: i thought the question was different i thought the question was does do the foods that we eat are they a result of the fact that like our bodies have water in them? You know how you have like chemicals that are water soluble and chemicals that are oil soluble. Like maybe they would need nutrients that would would dissolve in whatever liquid their life form is, is sort of based on if they are if they if their life does exist around like a liquid form of some kind of substance. Right. Like, maybe they need foods that dissolve in oil, as opposed to foods that dissolve in water in our digestive system. Or acid, I, I, I don't know how it works.
2: This is starting to sound like a PhD problem.
0: <laughs> I think they should have included what they wanted. Like, they can't just say sustenance. They gotta say, like, hey, we'll give you the recipe, can you make this thing for us? Yeah, you know, you're right. <laughs> That, that would be much easier. Wood shaving. Whatever the hell they put in their recipe, we'd try to make it. And then it'd be like, you know, if it works out. Yeah. Barring that, send them a Give jug the of taste. water,
1: I guess. <laughs> One jug. A big jug, a big jug. I just like the idea of, like, like who would who would make who would be handed the recipe? Like to, do you like do you give it to the pro scientists? It's a team of crackpot scientists and one Michelin-starred chef. <laughs> you know, regulate it regulate it for salt and pepper, yeah. You, know, you wanna make a good impression. He dips his finger, licks it, it's good. Send it, rings the bell.
2: Winner of Master Chef season eleven gets to make alien <laughs> saving <laughs> alien meal request. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly,
0: yeah. I mean, NASA would here have back. to make like an extraterrestrial department if they don't have one already, if we had confirmation of extraterrestrial life.
1: They must do. There's SETI. Is that not NASA? So search for extraterrestrial intelligence or something. I thought that was NASA.
2: It's got search in the name,
1: so... SETI. Uh, maybe, maybe it's not. Also, I mean, you, I mean, when you we find. We're you think they don't already have one? Surely they have a, like, a contingency plan. I think, yeah.
0: yeah, but I'm probably. thinking like actual department, assuming that alien's first response is, please send help, we have this recipe we'd like you to do. In which case, NASA would probably <laughs> be like, we need to create a new department, get some scientists to make this recipe.
2: Yeah, then instead of the SETI, it's gonna be ETI.
3: I would trust it, I think it will be <laughs> great, <laughs> it's, like <a> <laughs> it's, a problem. <laughs> it's like you Wait, put, you put the thing together, it's like, you know, it's like, make this machine and it, you know, and it will help us out. Please do it, we're in desperate, you know. And you put it together, you know, it's just too complicated for us, and it turns out it's like it's some bomb that will auto detonate, and, <laughs> and we just get played. Like that.
1: <laughs> this is like, this, this happened on 4chan, where people would say like, oh yeah, if you do this, you can make like drugs at home. And they essentially gave people ingredients for making chlorine gas.
3: <laughs> God, I shouldn't laugh that.
1: Yeah, it's pretty horrifying. Like, but I guess it, it will fall into our like intergalactic 4chan theory. Well,
0: I guess the real question is, is the alien communication from a species that is like 4chan? We need a research department <laughs> to figure that one
1: out. <laughs> then we can follow their recipes. The, the,
2: Neathood transcends all communication barriers.
1: Fundamentally the question is, you know, are life beings, are life forms fundamentally good or fundamentally evil? That's the once you answer that question, you know whether to you know whether to think it's reverse psychology or not.
2: That is a PhD question.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Maybe beyond
0: Morality is a human-generated concept. So if the alien species lacks empathy, they wouldn't actually be able to understand what it means.
4: Yeah.
1: But can you have ethics without empathy? I don't know. <clears throat> like, can an, can an ant colony still have, like, an ethical code, even if they have no sense of, like, individualism? I don't know. Mm. It's not possible, though,
0: right? Because, like, if a tiger eats something, it is not an act of evil, it is just an act of, like, gain and uh, reward.
2: Okay, is don't kill, is don't starve slash kill the queen an ethic, an ethical problem, if you're an ant?
1: Yeah. And, like, ants, If when you're they, starving. When ants die, when ants are weak, they'll, like, crawl into the death pit and, like, suicide themselves.
2: Actually, yeah, they walk themselves to death, right? That's, yeah. that's, that sounds like a pretty big ethical loophole. <laughs> I don't think they got ethics uh, to cover that one.
1: No, no, but maybe if ants became like hyper intelligent, their their philosophy books would say it's the ethical duty of the of you know the the drone or whatever they're called to.
2: Oh, to walk themselves. Yeah, again.
1: to to not to not hog uh, valuable resources just to extend the the suffering part at the end of their life. That does involve a concept of honor, though, which they would have to generate themselves. Yeah. But I think the problem is that we're we're assuming, like we're presupposing, that they've sent intergalactic communication, and I, it's difficult for me to imagine that without some kind of society. You need agency. You need I don't know. It's and it has. It can't be evolutionary or, because there is no, like this is something that you're doing on a whim almost. You can't have something where. I can't think of any conditions where this would just like naturally happen. Yeah. It almost has to be of like a cry for help or.
0: A... Yeah, but if they, as a society, were like entirely made up of sociopaths, then it is possible that they they have you know no concept of morality.
2: Is it ethical Ooh. to call an alien species ugly just through <laughs> through a golden <laughs> disc that you sent?
1: The one-hour disc track. So maybe that's the genius of your suggestion, by sending them the one-hour diss track. We've just told them about our like moral philosophies of the nature of our like moral landscape. So then, when we ask for uh, plutonium or whatever, they know, they know that it's a bait and switch. <laughs> we teach them about the bait and so switch. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, it's like these guys cast. again. <laughs> It's these fuckers are like, okay, all right. Whatever they ask for, don't do it. Don't do it.
0: <laughs> Let's do the opposite. 40 Let's do the opposite. With... <laughs> oh, would psychological tricks
3: work on non-human minds? Hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Do you think we would be like the cool species? Like, you know, in the future where many <laughs> different we've had contact with many different ones, you know, we're all just, yeah. You know, there's this big, you know, conference of for different species from all, across the galaxy. Do you think we'd be cool?
2: I mean, sci-fi definitely doesn't think so. <laughs> Humans are consistently the most yeah, boring we're, we're species. we're always the ones getting our ass In, in fantasy. I
0: don't...
2: In fantasy and sci-fi. Well,
0: that's not true. We're usually the protagonists of uh, sci-fi
1: in intergalactic.
2: Yeah, the only... The only thing we have going for us is like adaptability or something along those lines.
1: No, it's like courage. You know, we're the courage, we're the ones with hearts. Yeah, there's hope. So is that Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly.
2: <laughs> something distinctly human.
1: Hope. Okay, I may only have two arms. And I may <laughs> I may only be able that guy. to <laughs>
2: That guy's resistant to 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 temperatures up to a thousand degrees Celsius. Yeah, exactly. That, that guy's from a species that's all female and can 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 reproduce with any species, any other alien species. But we have hope.
1: I may only be able to to exist within this this band of thirty degrees centigrade. Yeah. But god damn it, will I try? But god, yeah.
0: Well, maybe the goonarism yeah, and the uh, recklessness of human beings is unique. Imagine we're the only species that has something akin to 4chan. Where the other species hear stories about, oh yeah, you know, this internet board once taught people how to make chlorine gas, so they all, like, <laughs>
3: <laughs> what? <did> make <laughs> <laughs> <How did they laughs> others poison themselves.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we should wipe them out. <laughs> That's what they would think. Yeah, we're very susceptible to platinum.
3: <laughs> yeah, if any aliens are listening.
2: <laughs> We'd have too much platinum. I don't know what to do with all this platinum.
3: <laughs> hey, we should ask them yeah. to send them their goons. I'm sure that, you know, they're, they're like, they're members of society was like, you know, pretty useless, you know, just bums. They're never super lazy, don't work. Just send them over here.
0: As if we, as, as if we Earth? don't have enough political debate about immigrants. You want Earth? to invite extraterrestrial immigrants as well? So you want
2: to, you want to make Earth the intergalactic version yeah. of Australia? Yeah.
3: Dude. <laughs> I mean, we don't, oh want the, we don't want the smart ones, the, like the tough ones, the ones that can do all the cool shit. We want the ones that don't do anything, so feel good about ourselves.
1: <laughs> look at these stupid aliens <laughs> <laughs> what was i don't know they,
3: they just keep on like uh, uh, walking into trees is... and
0: send, send an iq test with the golden record and get them to send anybody that doesn't pass extreme <laughs> well, I mean,
1: scores yeah. i mean you could fulfill this by like traveling to the other side of the universe getting like the equivalent of I don't know, like a ferret, but on this like faraway <laughs> land and they're just bring it back and putting it in a cage. So, like like that. There are plenty of beings that are dumb. Like or are you, are you saying you need to strike the balance? Like if I if I go get a, like a, an earthworm from the other side of the galaxy, I don't think you'd be happy. Hmm. Would you be happy? Look at this stupid fucking earthworm. <laughs> Sorry, not earthworm. <laughs> Look at this dumb Marsworm how stupid it doesn't even have agency <laughs> <laughs> yeah we used to make fun of it like, agency it doesn't even have
3: morals or ethics I'm like a dumbass
1: like you know you can do that <laughs> oh with God. just like less developed animals right now we don't we don't need to source them from other planets <laughs> <laughs> In fact, Earth is are we... particularly dumb, because if you stomp on the ground, they think it's raining and they will come up. <laughs> yeah, what did and it Then you can it point that the Oh or my god! Look. Yeah,
2: is this is this what you do when you go to the zoo? Look at this fucker! He just you can't even pass the neural <laughs> test. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah,
3: that's what we do. We ask, fucking, get, like, into the yeah,
2: the fucking zoo. <laughs> the zookeepers. Yeah, look at this guy. you can't even. You guys send
0: your idiot animals to us. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. No, but I mean, like, because when I, cause I, I said reasons. you're gonna
2: make this, you're gonna make Earth the intergalactic equivalent of Australia, right? It's like eventually they're gonna they're gonna become like the the the, the aliens they send here make be, like they turn Earth into like alien like one of their many colonies. You know, yeah. it's like they used to send prisoners to Australia, and then it just it just became a country, right? Because oh. there were just like enough of them, like like in that sense.
1: There's an insinuation, which is the step zero, wipe out the native species. <laughs> wipe out the native population, step two, send your prisoners.
2: Yeah. What of the Martians, being extremely dumb, not having, uh, you know, they don't understand syntax, but their bodies give off alpha radiation, you know? It doesn't yeah. matter, right? We're just screwed regardless.
1: They're, covered with, they're all covered with a very thin layer of cyanide. Yeah. <laughs> and they spit when they talk. <laughs>
2: yeah it's like great
0: I mm-hmm. <laughs> wouldn't let them in though there's no there's no like there's no scenario in which they'd be allowed on earth
2: oh no 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 it's really thin you can't tell you you just, you just you tell. <laughs> there's no way <laughs> no you, you, you don't know dude you don't know
1: yeah <laughs> oh yeah
0: yeah exactly I mean the opposite wouldn't be the case either imagine we got an alien record saying send us all of your prisoners <laughs> it's not like we just take all the dudes in Guantanamo and be like alright off you go
1: <laughs>
0: off you go dude yeah
1: I mean hot take our, our economies would collapse or oh, or oh, it's become a political podcast or oh, no, no let's not do that that's important or you know I mean we've
3: done some pretty messed up things in science. Is this really going that
0: far? what do you mean by we have done some messed up things We, as a collective
3: species, I'm not saying we voted for
1: this. Yeah, that was you, Dan.
3: It was you, man. It was
1: you. I told you to stay away from those orphans.
3: But you just wouldn't listen.
0: poor poor aliens, stay away from Earth. Don't send us anything goodbye.
3: But like when they want to like I don't know. I was I was just thinking like there must be some elements you know you need to have to survive as a species and like conquest must be some part of it, right? Like some self defense I don't know. Instinct and I'll be afraid that you know, those on the other side will also have that. I'll
1: probably be mm. looking
3: at us, envious
1: eyes. The people who um, think most people who spend most time thinking about this kind of stuff are, are physicists. So a lot of these, um, a lot of the the literature, a lot of the theory on this topic is about energy consumption and about species who consume sort of planet level energy mm. or beings who have. Of harnessing a significant amount of the energy of their, of their nearby star or nearby like galaxy oh, the, these are sort of oh. the, the way we define civilization scales uh, oh, it's least... a dream dude oh my god yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. keep
2: talking keep talking please
1: oh, it's so beautiful <laughs> because you, yeah you get you get things like people talking about dyson spheres and you want to oh. harness all of the all of the energy from the sun and but I, I think so they would look I at think, us. I always they will the, go like,
3: look at those losers. They're still burning rock from the earth.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That? Yeah. Planet level. Yeah, well, yeah, something like that. Because I think I really like that as a way of because you know, energy is another thing that's mm. like ev- ever universal, I guess, or we have to assume. And so to, to be able to sustainably expand beyond your planet, you need to have an extra planetary, a super planetary source of energy. Like, it's just, like, physically you can, you can define it that way.
2: We need to, we need to, we need to eventually become a, a planet-harvesting species. This, this is the direction we're going in. Either that or eternal doom. This is, this is it, dude.
3: So, likely they would be, and therefore we should be afraid.
1: This is the Fermi paradox, of if this is true. Because you take this to its logical conclusion, and therefore there must be just, like, intergalactic civilizations everywhere. But then why, when you look up, is there is there nothing? And there's a few theories. Or you can consider it. You
2: What's can that? consider it like this. Like, does a, does a squirrel in America know that it's in America?
3: Assumably, no.
2: What if we're already part of some dude's backyard, right? No.
1: Well, so when Dan, when so Dan, Dan all is shouting the at the earthworms then. in his backyard. <laughs> all the losers. <laughs>
3: all of these so if, really, so, really, well, at the bottom of the barrel.
2: So if if the squirrel in your garden sent you a letter one day, on a golden record saying dude, that you were would, ugly... Dude,
3: it would be like... <laughs> dude, if somebody... Like, if they send us something, that could be like the equivalent of somebody stamping the ground just to look at the worms, you know, go up. Just to watch us get, you know, all fizzled about some message being sent to us. But it's just... Exactly. <laughs> I don't uh, like they that. gotta
0: send us their alien worms so they can pacify us a
1: bit and we can like make fun of them so we feel good. Would aliens think that humans are the dominant species? I think, I think there's some crazy things like four out of five animals are nematode worms and they just like cover every surface of everything. Like if you deleted everything except for the nematode worms, you'd still see houses and skyscrapers and our cities and and forests and all of that or maybe people would think it's pigeons or something or or ants isn't there like there's like a million ants or something for every human in the world what makes us think we're the we're the ones that would stand out
0: mm. our hope <laughs> well i mean i don't think the ants would be better at communicating with them than we would we'd at least get a team to work on it <laughs>
1: Yeah, you're right. They'll, they'll recognize us as the superior species over ants because we have better teamwork <laughs> I don't ants. even think- so. I are you, sure are you gonna be that? ants on teamwork?
0: I'll tell, I'll tell you the one advantage, thing. I'll tell you what. Once the aliens make themselves visible to the human beings, there is at least one person that wants to find out if they can have sex with the aliens, and that'll I, <laughs> differentiate us with the ants. I guarantee
2: zero ants will want that. <laughs> Dude, it comes back to 4chan again every time.
1: <laughs> no, How's this 4chan? This
2: is. It's gonna be some
1: dude. And it's not gonna 4chan. be some dude
0: on 4chan, <laughs> gonna,
1: Can I fuck it? <laughs> Slash B, can I fuck it? But this is good. This is. You have found where us humans get our, our courage and drive that we're known for across the entire universe. It's this inerring quest of knowing if the unknown is fuckable. Ah. Uh. Very
2: important question. Well, it would be beautiful. we finally come to the conclusion. It's not even that crazy, to be honest, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even that crazy. Hmm.
0: Uh. Alright, I think that's uh, about it for today. Good first episode.
2: <laughs> from Coffee... T- can you call the episode From Coffee to Aliens? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> good suggestion, good suggestion. Anyway, hey all listeners, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Right Only Sometimes, and uh, we'll hopefully see you next time. Bye. <laughs>